International. Oh, joy. Have a happy holiday. Free and easy, that's the way. It's fun time. Mr. Sun time. That one time when everything goes your way. Through the summer with Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. You're listening to Radio International with JP. JP. Hi, my name is Alvan. And ours is Ice from France. And you're listening to Radio International with JP. And this is our song. Netherlands, you are listening to the Radio International with JP, and this is my song, The Deepta. Enjoy! Hi, this is LPS from Slovenia. You're listening to Radio International with JP, and this is our song, Disco. Enjoy! Bez mene s drugim stran odhajaš, hoćem te, a ti drugim u srci odajaš Radio Hi, this is Thomas Torreson from Denmark. You are listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song from the 2004 Eurovision Song Contest. Shame on you. Enjoy. We've been together for the longest time. I always thought that I could read your mind. But lately we've been like two actors in a show. And I wonder where's the loving that we used to know I hope that everything would be alright That you would be forever by my side But all the feelings and the love we used to share Now it seems to me it's gone and that you just don't care You're my fire, you're my desire, shame on you Can't you see that we have gone too far? You know I love you though you cheat on me You try to hide it but it's plain to see Make up your mind cause I can't take it anymore Won't you turn to me and tell me what you're waiting for You're my fire, you're my desire, shame on you Can't you see that we have gone too far Don't you leave me, don't you deceive me, shame on you I just want to be where you are Whoa! 
There we are. Happy holidays to you out there on the radio land. JP in the hot seat for the next four hours of this week's edition of Radio International. Right into the summer tunes of Eurovision 2004 for Denmark. He ended up number 13 in that first semi-final ever. The Danish entry, Thomas Thordarsen and uh, shame on you. I won't even try the Danish version of that. Because I won't be able to speak for the rest of the show. So we have a pick-packed show. First of all, our guest of honor today, our Eurovision artist joining us from the US of A, although he is not American. He represented Bosnia and Herzegovina at the Eurovision Song Contest 2004. It's Dean and In the Disco was the song. He returned in 2016 together with the group. I'm going to be chatting with him, and for that I'll be joined by John, Mark and Salman in our second hour today. On the sad note, we have three Eurovision artists that passed away lately. In fact, Olivia Newton-John, you heard it in the news, passed away at the age of 73. Margot Eskens passed away as well. We're going to have a tribute to both of the ladies as well as we, we go a little bit into the life and the history of a Finnish entrant to the Eurovision Song Contest, Vesa Mati Loari, who represented Finland in 1980 at the Eurovision Song Contest. Besides that, we got the Eurovision news and calendar with uh, Javier Leal. David Mann in Studio 3 is waiting for giving us the Eurovision birthday file in a few minutes as well. He's got the cover spot for us in the fourth hour. And Tom Carr is with us for the double threes as part of the Eurovision Spotlight. The double threes. He picked three songs from one country at the Eurovision Song Contest. And he does that twice. Right, so there you go. Now, if you've got any questions to our guest of honor, to Dean, who's joining us in the second hour, you can put them on our chat, which is on via our Facebook page, Eurovision Radio International, the post of today's show. And on, in that post, there is a link to Minute, and that opens up the chat room if you're listening live on a Wednesday, that is, via Switch Europe. That's where we are now. And also Switch Essex. 
Wow, there we are. Now, Thomas Thordarsen for Denmark in 2004, and a year later, which was, Mr. Counter? 2005. And again, we're going to go to... Denmark. You nailed me to the floor with just one look. I sail any ocean to show my devotion. If only I could open up your eyes and get your attention, a brand new dimension. Connect your inner light and tell me that you're mine. Mm -mm, yeah, I'm talking to you. Talking to you. How lovely that is, and that's uh, yeah, the lovely uh, voice of Jakob Zweistrup from Denmark. Represented Denmark in 2005. Unlike Thomas, Jakob actually qualified Denmark for the grand final and reached number ten with that piece of music. Talking to you. Well, it's kind of a sad week as we lost three members of the Eurovision family. Margot Eskens. We're going to have a tribute to her within a couple of songs from now. And we remember Finland's Vesa Mati Loiri. 
now. Coming up on the weekend, we got an, a Eurovision event in London town. And uh, yeah, let's go and uh, have a listen to the, the fantastic guys that did this great promo. Hey, Eurovision fans! Get yourself down to live music venue, The Water Rats, King's Cross in London, on Saturday the 13th of August for this year's Eurostars in Concert. Eurostars is back again and we want you to join the party with some of your favourite Eurovision stars, including Rasmussen, who represented Denmark in 2018. Who represented Portugal in 2014? James Fox, who represented the United Kingdom in 2004. Lindsay Drakers, who represented the United Kingdom in 2001. Get it in your diary today. Eurostars in concert. Saturday, the 13th of August at the Water Rats King's Cross in London. Tickets are on sale now. And to get yours, simply head on over to eurostars.co.uk. And that is stars spelt with a Z. Relive the moment with Eurostars in concert. On the 13th of August, have fun, guys. Through the summer. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, 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 summertime. It's summertime. With Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. 2008. Oh, and there we go for. Georgia. Haven't heard this in absolutely ages. Diana Gertzkaya, and this is called Peace Will Come. What a message in that song, also valid these days. It hit number 11 in 2008 in Copenhagen's Beogradska. Look at the skies crying, cold bitter tears. Weeping for the people lost in
Wow, that's Diana Gertzkaya. Peace will come. Remember the staging of it. And Diana actually is blind and uh, what a good performance. You can watch it on YouTube. And uh, this song hit, hit number 11 at the Eurovision Song Contest 2008 for Georgia. Diana has got a new song out. It's called Protect Me. As you're going to listen to it right now. New. new. Doesn't want to play. I don't know why it doesn't want to play. Let's... Let's try if it plays. No, it doesn't play. So, can't give it to you right now. So, we're directly defaulting to uh, Heather by, uh, sorry, to, to our tribute uh, for Margaret Eskins. The Eurovision family has sadly lost one of its older members, Margot Eskens. Margot represented Germany at the 1966 Eurovision Song Contest at the Villa Louvigny in Luxembourg with the song Die Zeiger der Uhr, Hands of the Clock, that translates to. And in a field of 18 songs that year, Margot brought the then West Germany to a joint 10th place on the final scoreboard. Margot Eskens, born on the 12th of August 1936 in Düren in Germany, was a Schlagersinger and actress, most popular in the 1950s and 60s, but her career continued into the current century too, and she was a frequent guest on a number of television programs into the 2000s. It was back in 1954, while working as dental assistant, that Margot Eskens entered and won a Polydor record talent competition with the song Moulin Rouge. A contract with Polydor followed and in 1955 she had her first hit in Germany with Ich möchte heute ausgehen. I want to go out today. 
1957, she had two number one hits, Tiri Tomba, which sold over 800,000 copies, and Cindy O oh Cindy, which was her biggest hit, which stayed in the German singles top 10 charts for a remarkable 25 weeks. Let's go and listen to Cindy O oh Cindy. Cindy, and that was uh, the uh, best-selling song of Margot Eskens, the artist of Germany that passed away on the weekend, actually. Last weekend it was. Cindy or Cindy, and she participated in the Deutsche Schlager Festival Festi uh, Festspiele in 1962, finishing in third place behind two other well-known Eurovision names, Conny Folbers and Steve Malmquist. In 1963, German singer Heidi Brühl was directly nominated to represent Germany at the Eurovision Song Contest with the song Marcel. But due to the fact that Heidi had suffered some health issues, Margot Eskens was asked to also learn and record the song just in case she might be needed to fill in for Heidi Brühl at the 1963 contest at the last moment. At the end of the 1980s, Margot Eskens began recording more traditional Schlager music, such as her album 
Mein Traumland am Wörthersee von 1990. Margot Eskens had a number of hit singles between 1955 and 1964 and also released three solo albums. In 1963, Bonjour la France. In 1964, Serenade der Liebe or Serenade der Liebe. And in 2010, Achterbahn der Liebe which means roller coaster of love. And over the years, she performed in various TV shows and did live concerts too. As an actress, she appeared in a number of television movies and single episodes of regular series from the 60s through the mid-80s. Naturally, Margot was often called upon to play the part of a singer as part of the drama. In 2005, Margot Eskin celebrated her 50th anniversary in the music business and received the Platin Stimmgabel Award. She had sold around 40 million records in her long music career since 1956. Sadly, in 2013, she was diagnosed with dementia and since then had lived in a nursing home. She passed away on the 29th of July 2022, but her beautiful voice and music will live on. Margot Eskens, August 12, 1936 to July 29, 2022. Rest in peace. And as mentioned, back in 1966, she came 10th at the Eurovision Song Contest in Luxembourg with the song Die Zeiger der Uhr. Let's go and uh, travel back to 1966. It was Germany's entry. Germany. Noch manchmal die alten Briefe, die er dir schrieb, worin dir jede Zeile sagte, ich hab dich lieb. Du schließt die Augen und träumst von ihm und vom verlorenen Glück, doch die Zeige. Du schließt die Augen, träumst von ihm und vom verlorenen Glück. Doch die Zeige der Uhr drehen sich nur vorwärts, vorwärts und nicht zurück. Du fühlst dich einsam und träumst von gestern. Doch du lebst heut, einer wird kommen, der dich von deinen Träumen befreit. Du schließt die Augen und dann beginnt für dich ein neues Glück, denn die Oh! 
And that was Germany's entry to the Eurovision Song Contest, Die Zeiger der Uhr by Margot Eskens, who passed away. Rest in peace. And that song was 1966. From then we go 10 years earlier, and one of her other me mega hits in Germany was uh, Thierry Tomba. 1956. Musikanten fröhlich singen, alle Burschen, alle Mädchen gehen zum Reigen und mein Liebster ist dabei. Tiritomba, Tiritomba, immer möchte ich in deine Augen sehen. Tiritomba, Tiritomba, denn die Liebe ist so schön. Tiritomba. Er sprach zu mir von Treue und von Liebe, ach wenn's immer doch so bliebe. Gab ein Ringlein mir und eine rote Rose in der schönsten Nacht im Mai. Einmal möchte ich noch in deine Augen sehen. Tomba, that was also Margot Eskens back in 1956. And that was uh, our tribute to, uh, yes, the, the great singer from Germany. Uh, she came to the Eurovision Song Contest in 1966, the year that I was born. And I remember, of course, not Die Zeiger der Uhr, her entry, but the, the, the big hits I just played. That was uh, what was played on the radio in those years when I grew up. You are listening The Radio International with JP. JP. And literally before our show tonight, we got the news that one of Finland's Eurovision performers had passed away. On the 10th of August. In fact, just really on the day. 
Vesa Mati Vesculoiri is his name. He represented Finland at the Eurovision Song Contest in 1980 with the song Wilumis, I think it means uh, that the English version is like the flute man, that's what it translates to. Besides being a singer, he was a Finnish actor, musician and comedian, best known for his role as uh, Uno Turhapuro, whom he portrayed in a total of uh, 20 movies between the years 1973 to 2004. Vesa Mati passed away at the age of 77 following uh, the battle with cancer. Let's go and listen to his Eurovision Song Contest entry for Finland as we're going to be shipping it back to uh, the year 1980, which we class as... Radio International, Eurovision Gold with JP. 1980. Finland. Tässä huilu ja huilu mies, en täytä mittaa normien sormien souteluun huoleni huilutan. Jos en lausein tunteita tulkita voi, niin ne varmasti huilu soi. Ja niistä sielun soinnut pienoisen laulun iloi. On siinä aamun kaste helmien vuoksu, on kevät lämpö vuori puron juoksu, kaiken sen minkä aistin. On siinä hiiltyvä ilta, auringon rusta, parempien päivien sammuvaton musta. On syksyn kuolevaa ruskaa, on elämän ruskaa, sen huiluni Sä huilu ja huilu mies, mä näen luonnon tauluna lauluna teille sen kaiken mä soinnutan. Ja näin riemut, surut ja arkikin soi, jos sen tuntea oikein voi, kun joka pettymys, nauru sykkivät soitun iloi. On siinä päivä perhon leikkivä liito, sammuvan tähden höinen viime kiinto, kaiken sen minkä taistin. Kaikkeuden alla on yksin kuolevaa ruskaa, on elämä tuskaa. 
Wow, so there you go. That is uh, the entry from Finland in 1980. Vesa Mati Loiri and Huil uh, Lumis. And uh, rest in peace also, Mati. But there's one more artist we're going to do a tribute, and that's going to be in the fourth hour. It's a bit longer. And this is for Olivia Newton-John. That's coming up. But now, from the sad bits, let's go to the happier bits and celebrate birthdays now here on Radio International. Taking you through the summer. This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. Radio International. Oh, I love it. Europe's number one. Yeah. Eurovision birthday time once again here on Radio International but although our list of artists who've been celebrating a birthday over the last seven days only includes one winner we do have some who've made multiple appearances on the Eurovision stage some who've made multiple appearances at national finals and two of the artists who held over their participation from the cancelled 2020 show to 2021 instead. But we'll start by sending birthday greetings to Welsh-born John Lillygreen. He sang for Cyprus at the 2010 contest. The young lady who paved the way for Australia to take part in Eurovision is celebrating her birthday this week. Jessica Malboy appeared as an invited guest as one of the Interval Acts in 2014 in Copenhagen and then participated for Australia in 2018. From Croatia's Dora, it's happy birthday to Lydia Bacic. Dalal Midhad Talacic, or more simply Dalal, who appeared alongside Dean and Anna Ruckner for Bosnia Herzegovina in 2016, is celebrating his birthday. Stephanie Top Lion from Genealogy from Armenia 2018 is also celebrating, as is Serbia's 2011 singer Nina Radocic and Jane Bogut from Switzerland 2000. Stella Meissen, who's celebrating her birthday this week, has made no less than three appearances on the Eurovision stage. First for the Netherlands in 1970 as part of Hearts of Soul, then for Belgium in 1977 as a member of Dream Express, and then as a solo artist for Belgium in 1982. Birthday greetings also go to Kate Gould-Branson, who sang for Norway in 1987 and then competed in a Melody Grand Prix in 1989, to Venus Alesius, a member of SCAMP for Lithuania in 2001, to Kaya Gauda-Kurmi, who appeared for Malta at the Junior Contest in Paris last year in 2021, to Florian Meindl, the drummer with the Matebakes, who represented Austria on home turf in 2015. To José Luis Duarte Mendes, who sang for Portugal in 1975, having appeared at the Festival de Canção in 1970, 1971, 1972 and 1973. And to Tommy Carlson from Arvin Garner, who sang for Sweden in 1993, and then appeared at Melody Festivalen in 1995, 1999, 2002, 2019, and 2021. 
to national finalists Vanessa Amorosi, who sang in Australia, You Decide in 2020, and to Brian Harvey, who sang in the UK's Eurovision, You Decide in 2007, and to Animika Margot-Vivon, or Margot, one of the all-star vocal group who represented Luxembourg in 1985. Back in the 1960s, it's a happy birthday this week to Odd Boris Sorensen, who sang for Norway in 1968, to Alexander Ponomaryov from Ukraine 2003, to John Del Hooser, who took part in the EBU's pre-qualifying audio-only round for Hungary in 1996, to Karin Vazblom, a member of Frizzle Sizzle for the Netherlands in 1986, from Malta 2003, it's a happy birthday this week to Lynn Kierkop. From Feminem for Croatia in 2010, Nika Antolos is celebrating her birthday this week. And it's also birthday greetings this week to our Eurovision winner, Per Here, a member of the Heres for Sweden in 1984. And finally, birthday greetings go this week to two of the artists who had to hold over their participation from the 2020 contest to 2021 instead. Sanja Vucic, who sang as a solo artist for Serbia in 2016 and then returned as a member of girl group Hurricane for 2020 and then 2021. And Katarina Pavienko, a member of Ukraine's band Go A, again from 2020 and then 2021. We'll hear Katarina and Go A with what would have been Ukraine's Eurovision entry in 2020. Solovey in a moment or two after we've heard from Sanya and her bandmates in Hurricane with the song that they would have taken to Eurovision for Serbia in 2020 Hasta la Vista
Hi, this is Gawei from Ukraine. You're listening to Radio International with JP. And this is our song Solovey. Enjoy. Enjoy. Go A, happy birthday! Ukraine's entry would have been in 2020. Soloway, if it wouldn't have been cancelled, and before that, Hurricane with Asta La Vista, the Serbian entry also from the 2020 Eurovision Song Contest that never took place. Now, hopefully, with technicalities permitting, let's try Diana Gertzkaya one more time. Her new song is called Protect Me. New. New. Мы шли за словами, сколько раз Побери теряли, но теперь Все для твоих Слышишь, как волнуются волны И в этот миг любой безусловно Корабли открывают мир Расправив паруса Рвется к тебе душа Возьми меня за 
Diana Gertzkaya and Protect Me. It's a brand new release from Georgia. And she represented Georgia at the Eurovision Song Contest in 2022. Let's do a bit of that. The Eurovision Song Contest 2022 on Radio International with JP. Ronella, we had the pleasure to meet her at the red carpet in Turin as part of the Eurovision Song Contest opening reception. With us is Ronella from Albania. Hi. In the press conference, you came with a fantastic outfit and now you come even with a better outfit. Thank Tell you. us about that. Um, this is styled by my friend Nico Comani. He is my stylist. And then from Festimi Sufi, a Kosovan stylist as well. A lot of work, uh, hours and hours, months to prepare this but I think we made something good so it's no secret anymore than this one no it's not a secret anymore what was for you the highlight of your Eurovision journey from the pre parties to Turin everything is amazing and I can choose because I'm waiting till this finishes <laughs> wow definitely it's been really a really pleasure to meet you in this you uh, so Eurovision journey and all thank the best you. of luck for Albania. thank you thank you Bonella, thank you're you so welcome much. bye, bye. This is Ronella and I'm from Albania. You're listening to Radio International with JP and this is my song Secret. Enjoy!
Ronella and that is secret and that one was the entry from Albania at the Eurovision Song Contest 2022 semi-final one number 12 where it ended up but, uh, Ronella has a new song out let's go and listen to it uh, while taking us out of this hour it's called Valle New, new. new. International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. This is Anita and Michele from San Marino. You're listening to Radio International with JP. And this, this is, is our, our song, song Chain of Lights. It's a chain of life for you. This is Boyan Estemeno from Serbia. You are listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song, Beauty Never Lies. Enjoy. Beauty Never Lies. Hello, this 
is Polina Gagarina from Russia. You're listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song, A Million Voices. Enjoy. And we're going to be going to take you into this year, 2015. That is for Melody Festival and in Sweden in 2015. Hasse Andersson and uh, something unpronounceable. Gold or Grüner Skoga. Whatever that means, I think it's a gold and green garden. Speaking to the stars of Eurovision on Radio International with JP. 
Now it's our interview hour, the second hour of this week's edition of Radio International. And let's journey back in time on our Eurovision Radio International magical time machine to the year 2004, when the Eurovision Song Contest took place in the Abdi Apekci Arena of Istanbul in Turkey. 36 countries participated with Albania, Andorra, Belgium and Serbia and Montenegro debuting and returning to the contest were Denmark, Finland, Lithuania, North Macedonia, Monaco and Switzerland. It was the year that the Eurovision Song Contest consisted of a grand final and the first semi-final. The top 10 countries of the semi-final advanced into the grand final, joining the top 14 countries from 2003. The winner of the Eurovision Song Contest 2004 was U Ukraine's Ruslana with the song Wild Dancers. Our guest on the show this week represented Bosnia and Herzegovina with a great dance tune called In the Disco, performed by Dean. Dean successfully qualified his country from the semi-final where he ranked 7th into the grand final where In the Disco ended up at number 9 at the end of the voting sequence. Dean returned to the Eurovision Song Contest in 2016 as part of Dalal and Dean featuring Anna Rukna and Yala, representing Bosnia and Herzegovina with the song Yubav Ye, which uh, unfortunately only ended up number 11 in semi-final one. That's a position you, no, you don't want to have at all. Uh, let's now welcome to the show Bosnia and Herzegovina's two-time participant Dean. And hello there, Dean. How are you? Hi. Uh, sending you hugs and greetings from very sunny Los Angeles, from far away. Wow. But it's not only sunny in Los Angeles, it's also sunny where we are in Europe here. It's so hot and uh, it's really unusual. But I guess Los Angeles is always very hot in the summer. Well, yes, here we have every day the sun, which is really beautiful. But I'm reading news and following news. So I know that Europe is pretty, pretty hot now. And uh, we say hello to Salman. Hello, nice to meet all of you and especially thanks for taking the time, Dean, to come back. It's a great pleasure after so many years to speak to you and to, to see what you're up to nowadays. And Thank uh, you very much for having me and inviting me. It's a big pleasure. And uh, John in London, hello there. Hello, everyone. This is London Calling. I'm the only person here who's living on an island, so that <laughs> makes me unique. But yeah, happy to have you on, Dean. <laughs> Hi, London. Hi, London. Hi, United Kingdom. <laughs> uh, and do we have Mark? Is Mark on as well? Yes. Hello. Um, hello from uh, Germany, and I'm really proud that we have... Uh, you are one of my icons, Dean, because in the year 2004... Your uh, entry was so modern and innovative, so it brought your vision to a next level. So it's a great honor to have you in the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Super. And I think what we should do is to, to give you a bit of goosebumps. We're going to play the live clip from the Eurovision Song Contest 2004. Here comes Dean and in the disco. 2004.
It's Dean and in the disco. <laughs> Dean, that was you. What what were you thinking when you just heard they heard back this tune, your performance? Oh, it brings so many beautiful memories for sure. Uh, such a such an amazing uh, Eurovision Song Contest that year. Uh, superb organization. Uh, a lot of fun my first eurovision and a great result at the end i'm very proud even today yeah you you, you did number nine for bosnia herzegovina how, how was the the, the yes. fe feeling when you came back to to your country with that result oh we had a we had a big celebration uh, we had a big celebration because after many years of not that good results um that year 2004 we really did a great job so we were celebrating yeah mm-hmm Now, we, we have also a chat room and there is a gentleman by the name of Javier in Montreal saying, uh, uh, who, who, could, who would you say gave you a run for your money in Istanbul? Who gave me what? I couldn't understand yeah. good. I'm sorry. Yeah, no problem. Who would you say gave you a run for your money in Istanbul? Run for my money? Yeah. Who, yeah, who was who, the um, biggest competitor? Yeah. Who is your biggest competitor, Dean? Who did you look at and go, oh my goodness, this person ah, is amazing? Okay, <laughs> okay. so I, I don't know. Uh, now when I'm uh, watching in the disco, I, I can see clearly that we were ahead of our time. And mm. I don't think that anyone uh, that year, 2004, could be... Uh, kind of a direct competitor i don't know maybe sakis because he had a similar kind of show on the stage with the dancers very sexualized mm. uh but 
I cannot uh, divide anyone else, to be honest with you, because I think that we were the only ones with the very strong uh, disco tune, something that it's a very kind of popular nowadays, mm-hmm. these kind of back to 80s and back to that disco sound. To, to me, the song sounded a bit, a, a part of it, as a, a one of the Donna Summer songs. I know. I know. And uh, many people, many people sharing your opinion. Okay. But, but was, was she an animation in the creation of the song? Uh, I cannot hear clearly. Yeah. Can you repeat? I'm was, sorry. Yeah, no problem. What Was Donna Summer, uh, the, the song of Donna mm-hmm. Summer, uh, an mm-hmm. animation for the creation of In the Disco? So probably uh, a songwriter, Vesna Pisarovic, and uh, Peggy, who was doing uh, production of the song, I think that they were inspired for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that they were inspired. Yeah. And you brought it over so well. And uh, you mentioned already Sakis uh, being your, one of your biggest competitors in the contest. Uh, are you still in touch with any of the uh, tre- to, uh, any singers from the class of 2004? Uh, not really, not really. I'm, of course, uh, communicating even today with the uh, members of my delegation and the people who are sharing stage uh, with me, but with my colleagues from other countries, not that much, I would say. Okay. I swing it over to John in London. Okay. Um, how was... Um in the disco selected for the national final for Eurovision and um, what was the message of in the disco and was it written with Eurovision in mind? Uh, I think yes, uh, Vesna Pisarovic definitely uh, wrote that song thinking about the Eurovision and the trends and me as a person and my personality at the time. Uh, so that 2004, a national broadcasting service decided to have a, 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 a open open uh, audition or actually a, a, a concourse for uh, songwriters. And they chose me uh, as an official representative. So I had to sing uh, five different songs at the national competition. So between five different songs, Half of jury, which is 50% and 50% televotes, decided uh, uh, and, and voted in the disco to be uh, my, my song for the 2004. Mm-hmm. And how did it um, happen for you to be internally selected as the artist? What happened behind the scenes? So I think that they had the 20 members of the jury uh, and... Uh, many of my m- colleagues and and uh, performers they could apply of, of course and voting were uh, very secretly done so they just called me and they said well we chose you mm-hmm. fantastic and um, yeah <laughs> yeah and how did um what 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 was your initial reaction when they chose you was it pride i was remember it, oh my gosh <laughs> so yes because i've tried before before the 2004 i tried i think three times before uh first 1999 uh as a part of a boy band seven up so that year dino Merlin 
represented Bosnia and Israel with uh, Putnitsi. So my second time, I think it's 2001, uh, with song Deset uh, Miliona Ljubavi, Nino Pršeš won the national competition. So he was representing Bosnia with song uh, Hano. And 2003, I was competing with the song Taxi. So Mia Martina, Uh, won the competition, so she was representing Bosnia 2003, and my lucky year was 2004. Wow! Thank you for thank you for a bit yeah. of extra information. That's um, it's wonderful to hear. I think we're going to touch on Seven Up a bit later in the interview, but for now, let's um, swing it to Salman, please, in Germany. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, as the titles in the disco, would you say now, 20 years later, you are still a disco boy, or have you calmed a little bit down? <laughs> Well, uh, I'm I'm definitely still a, a, a disco boy, but maybe not that much active <laughs> uh, as before. <laughs> mm. I mean, 2004, I was only 21. Uh, today, I'm 40, and you know, life is way more kind of easy and more calm, definitely, than. Mm. 2004 but i'm still uh, enjoying and i still have a time to go from time to time to to uh, disco and, and dance with my friends that's nice so over to mark yeah uh, dean in the disco was a huge success at eurovision so how did it affect your career at that time and in the following years and the most beautiful most beautiful possible way Uh, honestly, uh, we we were shocked uh, with the success and we didn't expect anything, to be honest with you, when we were packing and, and, and going to Istanbul because before Bosnia, we were competing, but we didn't have uh, a great results. And we were surprised and shocked. So people were waiting for us at the airport and celebrating together with us our success. And I had a great tour after that. Uh, Really, really amazing. And did it change your career? Did you focus more in an international way from that time on, for example? Uh, well, uh, kind of. Not, not the way I wanted to, but I'm very satisfied. Yeah, I'm very satisfied. <laughs> Thank you, Dean. I swing it back to JP. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Uh, <laughs> thanks a lot, Mark and, and uh, Dean. Uh, yeah, talking about Dean, uh, your real name is actually Fuad. Uh, what's the story exactly. behind your artist name, Dean? <sighs> Nothing special, to be honest with you. So, uh, when I decided to leave a boy band after five years, Uh, at that time, I was working with uh, uh, one very famous producer from from a Balkan region, and he suggested me to choose a stage name since I wanted to start a solo career. So he was like, you know, it wouldn't be bad for you to choose something, something maybe different because it's a completely fresh start. You are famous as a part of a boy band, so it would be great, you know, to to kind of, you know, have a completely new identity. So we were deciding be between maybe 10, 15 different different options. And I just decided to to take stage name Dean. Mm -hmm. Okay, thanks and very much. That that's was it. it. Yeah. 
and it stuck with you. Are there still people <laughs> calling you today, Dean, or do you prefer to be called Fuad? My close friends and my family uh, calls me Fuad, of course, and I'm introducing myself here in in uh, LA and United States as Fuad because that's my legal name, and in all of my legal documents, I'm Fuad. Uh, without Dean, of course, Dean is just uh, a stage name. Mm-hmm. But you know, people who, I mean, I don't mind when people calls me Dean, of course. So I'm kind of, you know, both <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, when people talk about Dean, it's they, they mean you. So that that's important. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and that's 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 completely fine with me. Super, Mark in in, in Germany, Stuttgart. Yes, um, you also have a huge passion for opera. How did this come up and did you ever consider to have a career as an opera singer instead of being a pop singer? I have a, a little bit of experience in opera because uh, I was studying solo singing and my first professional steps, I would say, uh, are in that field. Uh, I was singing uh, Carmina Burana and the Mozart oh. Requiem. And after that, I just decided that uh, it's not for me because I wanted to express myself more. And I always wanted to, to sing pop and to be, uh, you know, uh, active on the stage, to dance, have a dancers and, and the show. So opera, it's something completely different. And But I'm still enjoying and, and, and visiting Uh, theaters as, as much as I can. Great. Thank you. So I swing back to of John course. in the UK. Of course. Thank you. Uh, John, I think you, you need to unmute. <laughs> John, you, you are, we can't hear you. Can you unmute? Hey, John, can you hear us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now we can ask the question again, please. Because we can't liberate, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, sorry. Um, yeah, so I said, you're also a fashion designer, Dean. Um, did you have any say in the design of your costume for In the Disco? Oh, there is a special story about that. Uh, unfortunately, we had a lot of problems with our costumes. So uh, we had to um, go and shop before before uh, finals uh, 2004 in Istanbul. So I was working at the time with one very, very famous designer from Sarajevo, Bosnia, but unfortunately costumes that uh, were made for us, uh, they haven't been uh, uh, good, good at the stage when we had our rehearsals so we had to do some major changes and um first semi-final as you can see now when you're watching our semi-finals and finals we are completely uh dressed in a different costumes so we had to go a, a day before finals we had to go back to uh, to to the shopping center and uh do a magic and try to put ourselves together for the finals Wow. Thanks God, the people from the Eurovision, they allowed us to do it. So I'm very grateful. Yeah, it was very helpful. Fantastic. And now swinging it back to Salman. Yes. So we already spoke about that your performance was very much ahead of the time and very extravagant. So whose idea was it to come up with such a performance? And 
um, uh, for a country like Bosnia Herzegovina, which is maybe a conservative. Did you get I the know. support from the very beginning, from the whole delegation, or were there also some kind of controversial views, people saying that, I don't know if we should do it, or how did it go? Did you feel the well, full support? Well, surprisingly, we didn't have any any problems in, in Bosnia, to be honest with you. And I had a great support from every single member of my delegation. Uh, idea was from our choreographer, to be completely honest. Actually, together, me with the choreographer, we were kind of talking about it. And we had a couple of different options, but at the end, we decided to go with the with the stage performance that everyone knows uh, today and it's a kind of a legendary uh, it's a bit funny for me when i'm watching myself now after so many years uh i was crazy at the stage and dancing i mean i have to be honest with you and i have to discover something i was very tipsy at the stage because we were <laughs> we were so excited and uh, we were drinking a lot of wine so at the moment we stepped out i was pretty kind of you know out of myself and i let myself go completely so now when i'm watching myself i'm kind of you know I, i'm yeah i'm very proud but i i laugh a lot <laughs> That's important to have fun. This is all about it's all yeah. about. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah. We have a question coming in from Venezuela. Rafi says, your performance in Istanbul was very catchy, sexy and energetic. But it had one curiosity. One special thing was happening there. You wore a white open vest for the semi-final and the t-shirt for the grand final. And also the dancers and chorus girls wore other clothes in the, uh, compared to the semi-final in the final. Uh, tell us about the, the idea of changing the outfit for the whole uh, team on stage. So uh, we had to do it because we had a, a lot of problems with our costumes. So even uh those outfits that you can see uh first semi-final are not the right outfits that we supposed to wear that night so we were improvising also for the semi-finals but then uh we were talking with uh uh, uh, uh you know uh main people from the eurovision song contest and we were requesting to 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 go and to change our outfits completely for the finals because we you know we just we we were we were very sad with everything that happened with our outfits and they decided to to you know to to let us go and to to have a completely different outfit which is amazing i think mm -hmm. it's it's not allowed uh to, to to change outfits and you have to be in the same outfits uh semi-finals and finals but you know we were exception that year and i'm very very grateful to the eurovision super uh, uh salman for you yes so representing bosnia herzegovina with such a modern song did you also feel like a role model and maybe as an inspiration for for young people and um did you also get some kind of reactions of people who said like i want to be exactly like you so back in time uh honestly I didn't thought that I'm going to leave such a strong impact with with uh, that performance and uh, song. But today, after, I don't know, is it like 18 or 19 years after, uh, 
I, I can say that in the disco still lives that people still uh, loves to, 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 to listen in the disco uh, every single year at the Eurovision in the Euro Club and many other Eurovision, official Eurovision Song Contest events. Uh, they're playing in the disco and people are, you know, very happy to hear in the disco and they're dancing and having fun. A lot of people are still writing to me uh, and you know, it's 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 amazing feeling. Honestly, it's amazing feeling. I'm very very happy to hear that, even after so many years. Perfect. All right, so back to JP. Now, yes, and uh, in in order to get to the Eurovision Song Contest, you needed to win the national final in Bosnia and Herzegovina. What inspired you to participate in the first place, and how did it feel to win the national final in your country? So since since I know for myself, I mean, uh, early age, I'm a huge Eurovision Song Contest fan. And I was always dreaming that one day I will represent my country at the Eurovision Song Contest. Uh, I remember uh, early 90s, unfortunately, uh, we had a very brutal war in Sarajevo from 1992 till 1996. And... As a, as a little kid, I was only 10 years old when war started. I mean, uh, I lived with my mother and brother uh, in the basement. And I was dreaming even at that time that, you know, one day I will, I will be a singer and I will go to the Eurovision Song Contest. And um, from my very start, when I started with the boy band, uh, 1990, end of 1997, beginning of 1998, I was trying so hard to, to you know, make my dreams come true. And uh, as I said before, I've tried maybe three, yeah, three times before I, I won national competition 2004. Yeah. So you see, dreams do come true. <laughs> jo uh, John, over to you. Goodness. Um, well, I think Dean just uh, answered my question, which was, was participating at the Eurovision Song Contest a goal in your career? And the answer to that was yes. So, JP, <laughs> let's play the next mm -hmm. song. <laughs> All right. So let's let's do let's let's go from 2004. A few years later, 2016, it was in uh, Gothenburg. So in, in Stockholm, in Sweden. And uh, you took part in uh, a group. Dalal and Dean featuring Anna Rukna and Yala with Yubavie. Let's go and listen to the performance, live performance from the Global Arena in Stockholm. 2016. Oh, 
oči zatvori Srce se u tebe klelo Kako da ti oprostiš Nemam kome da se vratim Samo tebi vjerujem Dugo veću sve ne platim Na ljubav se zaklinje And uh, welcome back to the interview hour, part number two. And we're having the uh, the pleasure of having Dean with us, who represented Bosnia-Herzegovina in 2004 within the disco. And then in 2016, he teamed up with Dalal and Anna Rukna and Yala together singing this fantastic song you just heard, Yubavie. And that one was number 11 in semi-final one. It's a position, I think, that, that you really don't want to ha- have you so close to get into the final and then you don't get into I the know. final. Uh, so what was that for feeling for you, uh, Fuad or Dean? Completely different uh, experience. I have to be very honest. Uh, yeah. We were, we were a little bit disappointed, uh, of course, because being 11th, you know, in the semifinals and it's, you know, like first 10 goes directly to the finals. It's, it's kind of, you know, uh, a disappointment. But at the end, we are very, very proud because uh, we, I think we delivered a good performance and, you know, we sent a good message. Uh, it was a great pleasure for me to share uh, Eurovision stage with my best friend, Dalal, because uh, we're friends for more than 25 years. Wow. And also with Anna Rutzner, I, I know Anna for more than 20 years. And and Jala also. So it was a pl- we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun, but we had a very, very tough project because uh, we didn't have that, that much support from the... Uh, our open broadcasting uh, uh, service and uh, you know people in, in in Bosnia because you know they didn't have uh, uh, resources and the money and the situation was completely different so yeah it's a completely different experience but I'm I'm very proud at the end with with everything we we we've done. Said that it, it was a very good good performance. I thought it was was nice. Also, the song is really pleasant to my ears. Although I don't understand the language as such, but uh, the singing is, is it was done very really nice. And uh, yeah, so uh, Salman, over to you. 
Yeah, so you were already speaking before that it was your big dream uh, to to go to Eurovision. So was it clear for you uh, since 2004, I want to do it again? I want to, to go back? And how did it feel then when you were 2016 back in the contest? Did you feel any kind of pressure after the good position um, you had within the disco? Or was it more kind of like I'm showing a different side, whatever ever happens, happens? Well, it's a good question, to be honest with you. Uh, I didn't thought that I'm going to go again, to be honest with you. Uh, I thought that, you know, 2004 is the year. And, you know, after that, I'm not going to compete anymore. Even though, you know, I, I, I love Eurovision Song Contest. And I was like, oh, my God, I would love to go again. But not as a, as a representative or, you know, or performer, just like to go and have fun with all of you guys, because, you know, I had so much fun with, with uh, Eurovision family. Mm. And 2016, my, my best friend Dalal, she invited me to, to be a part of this uh, uh, wonderful project uh, together with the uh, Open Broadcasting Service and the Tempo Production uh, in Sarajevo. Uh, at the time I lived in Milano, Italy. so. I decided to move back from Milano to my country and to be a part of that project. Yeah, and I don't regret. I mean, I have to be very honest. I don't regret at all, even though it was really, really hard. And at one point of the project, I had to take the position of executive producer also because we had some internal problems with some members of the delegation. So uh, I was basically to to take the position of executive producer you know in the same time when i'm preparing a stage performance and everything else so it was pretty kind of hard for me but at the end i'm i'm very happy and very proud super all right so over to mark yeah um uh, you participated in two different decades at eurovision yes. So, um, <laughs> what were the differences um, in the development of uh, Eurovision Song Contest, in your opinion, and uh, which decade, which song contest do you prefer? Oh, wow. Uh, um, of course, it was completely different. Production-wise, uh, for example, uh, 2004, we didn't have social networks at all. Mm -hmm. And now 2016, you know, there is a completely different way of promotion uh, uh, and uh, approach, you know, to, to, to everything. Production-wise, everything was on the much higher level. Some, you know, uh, 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 it was just a different, it, completely different feeling, completely different feeling. But one thing is the same, uh, uh, love and the positive energy, wonderful people, uh, and 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 uh, uh, wonderful parties, I, I would say. Yeah, <laughs> parties are always nice. Wonderful, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, JP. Back to you. Actually, no, I'm I'm going over for the next question for John. Over to you, John. Okay, so um, in 2004, you were alone on stage in Istanbul. In 2016, you were part of a group. What do you prefer, as a soloist or as part of a group? Um, honestly, 2004, I felt uh, that I'm part of the group, you know, that's how we were kind of, you know, uh, levitating to each. 
Oh, we 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 lost um, uh, we lost Dean, and uh, let, let's see. We quickly do redo it again, and uh, uh, let's uh, just play a piece of music. Let's play the uh, the song that Dean released after the Eurovision Song Contest in two thousand and five. That's what the name of the song is, Anjeo Sagreshkom, and that's Dean. That's what he released after the Eurovision Song Contest in 2005. And Dean is with us. Let's see if we can uh, uh, get him back on on the air. That's why I don't have a smartphone. Okay, we we are back on the air. So, Dean, thank you very much for coming back. And there is uh, is John, Salman and Mark as well joining. Uh, Let's continue now with the interview. And uh, we were with... uh, uh, who was next? <laughs> I, I believe we were answering um, 
you were answering, um, I think it was it's Salman's question, yeah? Salman, go for it. <laughs> yes, so you just mentioned that there were very different experiences being alone on the stage and being as a group. If you would go another time, what would you prefer? Wow, I'm not sure that I would want to go uh, again, to be honest with you. Uh, but what I would love to do is to be part of uh, our team and maybe to uh, work with our new representative and to share my knowledge and experience and just to help, you know, to, to help uh, to my delegation. Why not? Yeah. But to go back as a performer, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Mm. So like kind of a mentor or advisor to, to your delegation then, that would be what you would do? Yes, I would love to be, I don't know, maybe executive producer. Uh, yeah, a, a part of the team for sure. But as a performer, I think... Uh, I mean, I don't know, maybe if if some good song happens, you know, and, and you know, I, I hear that it could be a, a great success mm. and a very, I mean, a, a great opportunity, why not? But for now, I'm very happy like this. Super. <laughs> uh, of course, as somebody lives in L.A., you have to be happy to be able to live there. And uh, <laughs> what actually took you to Los Angeles? I'm sorry, can you repeat? Yeah. Because there is a little problem with yeah. that. What, what, uh, what took you to Los Angeles? Why did you move from Bosnia-Herzegovina to Los Angeles? A great question. So, uh, I lived before in Milano, Italy for almost nine years before I decided to move back to Sarajevo because of the Eurovision Song Contest project 2016. And at the time, I was already uh, working on my green card Uh, together with my lawyer here in Los Angeles. So right after the Eurovision 2016, they called me from his office and they said that, you know, my green card is arriving very soon to his office in LA. So, you know, I had to, to come to LA and take my green card. So that was my first time uh, that I visited LA and I just fell in love with the city and, mm -hmm. you know, I decided to, to move. Yeah, and and are you are you working uh, in the music field there, or what? What what is your job? What are you, are you doing these days? So I'm in the fashion industry and also in the fine art mm -hmm. uh, 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 industry, but also in in music. So I'm right now in the studio working on my new songs, but in the meantime, I'm very active in the fashion business, uh, design, and fine art world. Super. Uh, I think, Mark, it's, it's for you and one <laughs> of the next questions to come up. Go yes. Ahead. Yeah, yes. Uh, Fuad, as living in uh, L.A., did you follow the American Song Contest this year? And would it be an option for you to represent California next year in the American Song mm -hmm. Contest to, wow. pre to present your new songs and new projects? Good it question. would be fun, but uh, it would be fun. I have a couple of friends and they're working uh, on that project. Uh, and it's very interesting, but I'm not sure as a performer, but as I've said, uh, maybe as a part of the team, as a you know part of the production or, or something like that. But as a performer, I don't know. I think I, I experienced everything and, you know, I did everything I could. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm not motivated right now. 
but who knows in the future? Yeah, never say never. <laughs> <laughs> but can you tell us about your actual music projects? Um, when fans can expect uh, your new song? How is it called? Um, can you give us some mm. news behind the scenes? So I'm working in studio, uh, working on my English album completely. And I'm in this very uh, fun, creative process. Uh, uh, we recorded two songs and now we still have a lot of work to do, but I'm very happy and it's completely different sound, completely different Dean. It's very challenging and I hope that everyone will, will, will like it, you know. I cannot say that much because I cannot, dis you know, uh, it's, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. it's mm -hmm. still mm -hmm. uh, a secret, but uh, it's very Americanized, Dean, let's say like that. Okay. Yeah. We got about five minutes left uh, and uh, who, uh, it's Salman, I think, is next. Um, yes. Uh, so um, just a moment. I think I've changed somebody. Can I give over to Mark or to John? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I have. I have a question. Um, Go ahead. It's. It's. Um, that, well, you, you mentioned before that you're also a fan of the Eurovision Song Contest, and uh, uh, a fan has always also favorites, even being a singer in the contest. What are your favorite entries from Bosnia and Herzegovina, and what's your favorite international Eurovision entry? Oh, okay. So I really respect all of my colleagues, and I know how much work effort. Uh, knowledge, uh, their time and, and talent they invested every single year. Uh, so, um, I don't know, let's say, well, of course, I'm very emotional when we're talking about 1993 and our first uh, song, Svabol, Svieta and Fazla, who was representing Bosnia at the time. And Alma Czarzic and, and Dejan Lazarevic uh, with their entry. I love Dino Medlin both times. Uh, Hari Matahari with his song Leila. Uh, I love Laka. Uh -huh. Yeah, I love Maya Sar uh, <laughs> with, <laughs> with her entry. Yes, <laughs> Maya Sar was with me uh, uh, 2004 and she was uh, uh, singing back vocals for In the Disco. Wow, ah, for all of you who, ah. who don't know that, yeah. So yeah, I'm very emotional when I'm talking about my country, but internationally, I love Loreen. Mm. I love, I love uh, Carola. Okay. But I love okay. Carola from 1991. Yes, the winner, <laughs> the winning song, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Uh, well, Abba, of course. Uh, Let me, uh, Maria Sharifovic and, and uh, her Molitva. song, uh, Molitva, yes. Ah, so um, wow. There's yeah, I, I love Doris, Doris Dragovic oh, and Maria Magdalena. Definitely. Ooh, classic. All yes, from Croatia. Super. Yes, they are a lot of, a lot of I mean, uh, colleagues that I really love and respect, yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, Salman, over to you now. Yes, sorry, my screen uh, switched off now. <laughs> I'm back on, um, uh, so... As we mentioned, Bosnia-Herzegovina is right now not in the contest. Uh, what would be your main argument to uh, convince the broadcaster to come back? And do you see it, anyone happening in the near future? 
<sighs> Good question. It's a lot of problems there right now, and I cannot guarantee uh, that Bosnia will return anytime soon because it's a lot of it's a very complicated situation and it takes a lot of it takes a lot of uh, time and effort and i'm not sure that establishment of the open broadcasting service right now wants to resolve this very complicated situation but let's hope for the best of course i would love to see bosnia uh, at the Eurovision next year, 2023, but I don't think it's possible, really. I'm here and I would love to be a part of the team and help as much as I can, of course, but things has to change. And I really, really hope that we will see Bosnia in the near future back to the Eurovision. But, but I have to tell you that I might return to the Eurovision, not as a performer, but as a part of one wonderful project that I'm working on internationally. I cannot tell you anything about it, but it's going to be huge. And uh, 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 I really hope that uh, uh, if we return next year, 2023, we're going to have fun all together. Yeah, ah. I'm working with, with one wonderful team uh, 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 and it will be great. Okay, we look forward to this. That that's really good news. Yeah, fantastic. Yes, it's 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 international team of professionals, wonderful wonderful people uh, from all around the world here together together with my partner Will Thiersen. Uh, both of us we will lead this project, and I think you're gonna love it. Dean, thank you so much for coming on. We got the news coming up on top of the hour. Uh, thanks for, for joining us. And we had so many more questions coming on. Uh, but also thanks to Mark, Salman and John for, for uh, being part of the interview. And all the best of luck for you. And we're looking forward to somehow maybe see you next year in the Eurovision in, in, in a way. Well, there is a huge possibility, as I've said, because uh, I will be part of this wonderful project. But uh, thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you very much for having me. I miss you all very much. And every year I'm very jealous <laughs> because, you know, I'm not able to, 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 to be present. But who knows this year, 2023, since uh, I'm working uh, with this wonderful team of people. I hope that we will be back 2023. Uh, I mean, can I ask you how you feel since United Kingdom will host Eurovision after so many years? Ah, oh, Dean, how Once do again. I feel? Um, goodness, uh, I was very, very young when Katrina won. And my yes. little brother was born in 2000, so he doesn't know wow. what it's like for this to happen. Mm. So for wow. me, it was incredible. My friends and I, we were having a party, we were cheering. We couldn't believe it was happening. And my friend's okay. little sister sent me a message and she said, oh my God, this is happening. And I said, yes, it's happening. So Dean, wow. I'm delighted. I can't believe that this island has taken Eurovision seriously for once. <laughs> no, this is, I mean, amazing news, but also wonderful result last year. I mean, what a performance, what a voice. So, so beautiful and well-deserved. I know that you will host uh, uh, Eurovision Song Contest the best and I wish you so much, so much well and so much luck. Of course, I, I hope that I will be present there this year. 
Super. Oh, fantastic. Well, everyone, keep in touch if you're in the UK. Let me know and we'll see what we can do. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much. We're playing out of, the, of this hour with uh, Dean's uh, participation in the group 7UP. That's uh, a song from 1998, Ot Vra Ram Ochi. Is that the way to say it? Uh, yes, uh, that's one of our songs from our first album. Yes. And it's running. Thanks, Dean. All the best for you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. I love you all. This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. Radio International. Hi, this is Hannah from Slovenia. You're listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song, Straight Into Love. Enjoy. Valentina Moneta from San Marino. You are listening to Radio International with GP, and this is my song Crisanto. From Serbia, you're listening to the Radio International with GP. And this is our song, Love is All Around. Enjoy! I'm losing my mind. I'm going crazy looking for a sign. I don't know which way to go. Romania. Hello, this is Ovi and Paula 
from Romania. You are listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song, Playing with Fire. Enjoy! Broadcasting across the globe, this is Radio International. Girl, 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 can't you see what you do to me tonight? the official spokesperson for the Eurovision Broadcasting Union, the EBU. You're listening to Radio International with JP. It's amazing. Thank you, dear Linda. <laughs> She's a sweetheart. Always so nice to me. Paula and Ovi opening up in uh, this week's edition of Radio International. The third hour this is, I should say. And playing with fire was the Romanian entry to Eurovision 2010. It made number three. Big thanks once again to Dean, alias Fuad, who joined us in the last hour from LA. He represented Bosnia and Herzegovina in 2004 and as part of a group in 2016. Also thanks to Salman, Mark and John joining us for that. 
And for next week, we are working on the Yodel Lady from Romania. Elinka. Okay, so, but nothing confirmed yet. We're going to be, we're going to be putting the information on the website at radiointernational.tv as for Monday. Now, coming up in this hour, it's going to be the Eurovision News with uh, Javier Leal, including the Eurovision calendar as well, of course. As Javier is in for the holidaying Nick Van Liet, who is back in a couple of weeks' time. But also coming up in this hour, we got the Eurovision Spotlight Double Threes with Tom Carr. He'll take a look at uh, three great songs from the Czech Republic and three great songs from Denmark. Hour number four. The Eurovision cover spot and some little interviews are clips from Eurovision 2022 as well as new releases by Duncan Lawrence and Gianni Morandi to come. And also we're going to be doing a tribute to Olivia Newton-John in our fourth hour today. Now also we just heard Paula and Ovi playing with fire. Paula Sailing has a new song out. We're going to be playing it right now. It's called Laza... Doamne Dor And we're doing all this right here Hit through the summer with Radio International The ultimate Eurovision experience with JP New New, new. Lasă, Doamne, dor Ca și roa dimineața Lasă, Doamne, dor 
dor chiar în pridvor Că departe nu-i ușor Străin mulți oameni puțini Doamne, sufletul mi-a alin Când acasă vă numi Lasă, Doamne, Doamne, dor Să mă întorc chiar în pridvor Că departe nu-i ușor Oh, some nice sounds from Romania there. Paula Selling's new song, Laza du Amne Dor. Whatever that means, <laughs> Romanian is not so good. But anyway, let's go across the big pond, the Atlantic. We head over to uh, Montreal, Canada for this. Now on Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience, it's time for the very latest Eurovision news. And that's with Javier Leal in Montreal, Canada. Hello, Javier. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you, JP. How are you? Good and warm. <laughs> it's nice and warm in summertime. <laughs> and of course, summertime brings sun and swimming and uh, beach days. So it's quite nice. Okay, of course, it's going to be too hot for some people. But you just take a lot of drinks. And, and uh, if you're not near the waters, just put a bucket of cold water. Put your feet in there. It will help you. Or just put the bucket <laughs> That's over you. That's a good piece of advice. <laughs> okay, you got some news for us, I, I hope. Oh, yes, a lot. <laughs> go, go for it. Perfect. So thank you very much again, JP, for uh, giving me a chance to fill in for Nick. Nick, and if you're listening, I really hope you're having a great vacation time. And here we are the news. So for this week in the United Kingdom, the BBC have confirmed that the whole city will be decided via two steps voting process. However, they haven't given themselves a long time to do it. So they stated that will they will know in the autumn. And uh, this pretty bad process is not surprising, seeing that the BBC were already at time, uh, you know, at a time of deficit. The first important information is that Ukraine will automatically qualify for the grand final. The UK will also qualify as a member of the Big Five. We shall thus return to a final uh, that might see 26 countries competing to win. The show will be organized by the BBC, but Ukraine's UA PBC, which is the Ukrainian broadcaster, will send representatives to help the British host develop Ukrainian elements in the production of the contest. This is indeed the first time since 1980 that the contest will be held outside the winning country. In Cyprus, back in 2021, specifically in October, it was reported that Panic Records were planning a public selection for the 2023 CPIT entrant. This public selection forum was later suggested to be altogether now. That was going to be the name. According to OGAE Greece, this will be no longer the case for next year, but it's still on the cards for 2024. 
As of uh, next year's contest, uh, the site states that the secret entry for 2023 will be selected internally once again, and has been the case for the past seven years. In addition, Panic is open to book to put forward an artist of Cypriot region, although it's worth noting that this intention had been stated previously. In North Macedonia, Tara, uh, sorry, Lara Terpsevskia and Irina Davidskova uh, will represent the Balkan nation, marking their 17th appearance in the Junior Eurovision Song Contest 2022 in Yerevan. The final version of the entry has been submitted to uh, our, uh, sorry, MRT, and Lara has a history of music competition. Previously, she is a placed uh, runner-up in the Tarini International Singing Contest, and in 2018 won the Bohemia Music Contest in uh, Skopje. Uh, while Irina performs with the Piccolo Children's Choir, and the two became friends on the festival circuit in 2018. In Italy, Rai One will take over uh, Rai Gulb as a broadcaster responsible for the country's junior Eurovision, sorry, junior Eurovision participation. Since 2014, the junior Italian broadcaster Rai Gulb, dedicated to youth content and programming, has taken responsibility for Italy's participation in junior Eurovision. However, in the light of Italy's increased success in both Junior Eurovision and Eurovision itself, the director of uh, RAI, Ragazzi, wants to expand and reach to wider Italian audiences, saying, We are satisfied that the work done over the years by RAI Ragazzi, um, RAI Yoyo, and RAI Play Kids, now it is time to introduce the general public to this event. In Albania, the broadcaster confirms the return to Junior Fest as a national format. Since 2017, Junior Fest has consistently been the selection format of choice for Albania to choose the Eurovision, uh, the Junior Eurovision entry. RTSH has opened submissions which close on September 5th for latest editions of the national final. The televised final will also be aired in September. All applications can be submitted online to RTSH. The rules of the submissions of the entries are as follows. So all singers must be between the ages of 9 and 14. Only the final version of the entry will be accepted. Submitted entries will be at least 2 minutes and 30 seconds in length and cannot, exist three, cannot exceed 3 minutes. The complete lyrics must be submitted as well as the names of the composers and lyricists. In Serbia, the submission window closes on September the 15th with options for either an inter internal or national selection session. This is again as Serbia has confirmed participation in the Junior Eurovision Song Contest later this year. As countries slowly begin to announce the artists taking part in Yerevan this December, Serbia becomes the latest nation to confirm their plans. RTS have opened the submission window for potential JAESC 2022 entries and audits. However, the broadcaster left the option open for either an internal selection or a national final, the latter depending on the quality of the songs. This will be decided by a professional expert panel. As well as this, 
RTS maintains the right to make changes to the entries and also select a different song altogether if the professional jury rejects the submissions. And that's uh, the news uh, for this week, KJP. And now let's take a look at some of the Eurovision events planned for the next weeks. Thank you, Javier. Let's go and do the Eurovision calendar. Here we go. Perfect. So, uh, just to recap what we've talked about the previous weeks, uh, we still have the Eurovision Live Concert 2022 to be set on Friday the 26th of this month and the night following, uh, of course, at the uh, Jose Alfonso Auditorium in Santiago, Portugal. Uh, some of the entrants uh, already confirmed are Chiara of Lettland, Simplus, Jamie Lee and Victoria. Now, um, there are still uh, updates to be uh, released. And in the meantime, if you have any questions, you can actually go to their uh, official Facebook page uh, and you'll find the phone number uh, for you to write to them via WhatsApp. There's also the Head Grute Song Festival Fest 2022. Um, so far, everything stays the same. The concert will be held on on uh, November the 17th, 2022. And of course, uh, we've already spoken about uh, some of the um, artists to be taken part of it, such as Alexander Riba, Carola, Helena Paparizzo de Harris, Yamala, Johnny Logan, Kenny, sorry, Lenny Kuhar, Lori, Lorien, Neta, and Sandra Kim. And also, uh, last week, I promised you I was going to give you more details this week about the Eurovision Club Germany's Club Fresh. Club Fretten 2022. So, um, as I stated before, um, it's going to be held on Saturday, November the 17th, 2022. Some of the artists invited so far are Stefan, the representative of Estonia at the Eurovision Song Contest 2022. With his song Hope, he really got the audience uh, in Turin, being confident he'll be able to do the same at the club meeting. In 1999, Selma came second at the Eurovision Song Contest in Jerusalem with the song uh, All Out of Luck for Ireland, Iceland, sorry. And in 2005, she actually, uh, you know, represented the, the country uh, with the song If I Had Your Love. And also, uh, there will be Friedrich Orman, who represented Iceland together with Regina Osk uh, as Euroband in 2008 in Belgrade with the song This Is My Life. And in 2009, he came back to Eurovision as a backing singer for Johanna in Moscow with the song uh, Is It True? Also, um, there's, uh, there's going to be the traditional ESE disco with uh, DJ on Meister or Ear Master afterwards, depending on the coronavirus rules that applies at the time, because there are so many things, JP, that are still yet uh, that are still yet in negotiations with the artists. So as so far, the um, names that have been invited in this list are again Stefan, uh, Frederick Ormar, and <coughs> and uh, Selma. So there's still many more details to be confirmed in the future. Uh, also, we know that uh, there's going to be a raffle and the tickets uh, for these events will be 35 euros for uh, ECG members and 5 euros more for non-members. Uh, 
And also there are other future events to keep an eye on. So everybody can actually start planning, uh, depending on your plans, of course. So there is on March the 11th, 2023, there will be the Melody Festival and Grand Final in Stockholm. Then March the 25th, there will be the Germany, uh, sorry, the OGAE Germany Munich um uh, Convention, festa, yeah. there's going to be a different venue, and of course, you're more than welcome to go to uh, ogae.de for details. And as of April, we have on the 7th and the 8th of 2023, the Madrid Eurovision Party. April the 14th, uh, we have the Amsterdam Calling in Mekvec. And April the 15th in 2023, of course, the Eurovision in Concert at uh, AFAS in Amsterdam. And now it's time to fly across the Scandinavian skies for our favorite Swedish sing-alongs TV shows. In Gothenburg, Laura Lotapoli Siberia will be held on TV Fira or TV4, and it's available on TV Fira Play.se with the use of a VPN if you're tuning in uh, the show outside of Sweden. Um, the last show of the year is said to be broadcast next Monday, August the 15th, 2022, at uh, 20 hours Central European Summer Time, hosted by Swedish Eurovision 1987 entrant Lota Ehrenberg. The artist lineup features Aphrodite, who represented the native Sweden in the Eurovision Song Contest 2022, uh, Lena Henlund, former member of the pop group Alcazar, having taken part of Melody Festival in 2002, 2009, 2010, and 2019 overall. There's going to be also Miria Granberg and Nanne Grenval, who represented Sweden in the Eurovision Song Contest 1997 as part of One More Time with the song Den Vilda, placing third. And she's also taken part another 12 times at Melody Festival as an artist and or composer for 34 years since 1986 so far. Hopefully we'll get to see her uh, in the future. Wow, so this is all for uh, Gothenburg and now let's go and head over to Stockholm. The lovely, charming voice of Sanna Nielsen there, the host of the show as well. Over to Javier. Thank you very much, E.P. So, meanwhile, in Stockholm, everyone worldwide is welcome to tune in as TV Play that is E. At the same time, the following day, uh, this is going to be on the 16th of <clears throat> sorry, on the 16th of uh, August 2022, again at 8 p.m. Central European Summer Time, uh, for the last show of the year to enjoy Alson Poskansen in the company of Swedish Eurovision Song Contest 2014 contestant Sanna Nielsen and the following artists. So we have basically the shortest artist, I would say, um, Ella Tiritiello. There's going to be two big Eurovision stars, JP, so check it out. So we have Tommy Schumberg, who's represented Sweden in the Eurovision Song Contest in two occasions. In 1969, he finished ninth with the song Jurim Invent, and 1988, uh, when he finished 12th, with the song Study Juiced. And of course, here we are, um, another big uh, Eurovision star, 
and let me just a second because uh, this is sick max vist um actually jp i would like to give you the opportunity to speak a little bit more about her because you've actually had the pleasure of meeting her uh who is that sorry the, the name of the person Steve Marquist. Oh, Steve Marquist. Oh, oh yeah, Steve. She represented Sweden as well as Germany at the Eurovision Song Contest in the 60s. Um, one, one, the German entry was called Prima Ballerina, and uh, uh, my, my uh, meeting with uh, Steve was once at a at a uh, event in Stockholm. I think it was a pride party. Uh, backstage, we had uh, the, the, t the the passes, and we we just bumped into each other, and we did an interview, a talk on the spot, and she speaks fluent German. And the second time was actually when uh, it was I was in Eskilstuna in 2020 when uh, the Hall of Fame of Melody Festival was awarded. She was part of it as well as uh, the three ladies, Tuva Carson, uh, Anne-Louise Hansen, as well as Steve Malmquist. And Steve actually ended up in the same lift with me going up. <laughs> How nice was that? <laughs> That is so lovely, JP. Thank you so much for sharing us that story with us. And I, I, that's why I wanted to give you the opportunity to speak to speak about her because I know that uh, you know she sort of means something, you know, to you as a Eurovision fan as a person as well. So thanks a lot, uh, Javier. Anything else you want to want to add to to the calendar? No, that's it, JP. That's uh, pretty much all the news and of course all the Eurovision events. Uh, well, Eurovision calendar events happening so far, and uh, also, um, yeah, that's pretty much it yeah, for so, the week. So the fans are fully up to date, and you did a great job. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much, everyone, for your support oh. and love. And uh, I have to say, JP, um, I, I, I was a little bit sad, you know, when uh, doing this report, especially for the, can for the Swedish sing-along shows, because then again, these are going to be the last two episodes, you know, for the shows for this mm. year. It's a, it's a pity, but uh, that's part of it. We're going to have more shows next year, so we just look for, look ahead. Don't be sad in the past. Look ahead and be happy. That's how it should be. Yes, that's the expectation. <laughs> nice, nice. So, Javier, to play out of, of your slot today, you have a, re a music request as well. Uh, tell us about it and why you picked it. Yes. So, uh, uh, the music request that I have is a pretty special one because, uh, I mean, it's not a Eurovision song, but the artist is somehow connected to your vision and melody festival and yes i'm talking about sweden and the song that i want that you know i would like for you to play mr dj is people say it's in the air by anki bagger so basically anki uh, bagger uh joined uh, tony schemberg back in 1989 as a backing vocalist for study use the song that i actually mentioned to you earlier and uh, basically, this song was actually recorded originally in Swedish uh, with the title Varie Dropper Varie Little performed by Harris, who actually won Eurovision in 1984. Alright, so let's go and listen to it. Here comes Anki Baga and people say it's in the air. <laughs> Through the summer with Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. Thank you very much, Javier. See you next week. See you.
people say it's in the air and that's by Anki Bagger and that's from 1989 not Eurovision though but it was a request it's kind of related to in, in like Javier has explained before the song so thank you very much for coming on to do the news and uh, filling in for Nick Van Liet who will be back at the end of August and uh, is now on his well-earned summer vacation without further ado let's head over to to London now with Tom Carr and the Eurovision Spotlight Eurovision Spotlight on Radio International. This week... It is Tom Carr. Hello, Tom. Welcome back in the heat of the summer. Good evening, JP. Good evening, Europe. How are we? Are you, are you well? Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite warm in some places. And uh, uh, Javier said when we just uh, had a bit of chat off, off air, uh, in Montreal it's a bit cooler now. So they're, they're having it better than us. We are here in the heat. I think that the big problem is, of course, the, uh, the, the drought. The drought in some countries where there's not enough water for the fields. And the rivers yes. dry out. That's, that's exactly the problem. Exactly the same over here. It's all very brown and dry and hot and... Yeah, I've got a million fans on, but we'll get through it. We'll be okay. <laughs> you, you, you have a million fans? Wow, you must yeah, be very popular. I have a, I have a million fans. All, <laughs> I'm, I'm a very popular person. <laughs> wow, fantastic. Anyway, so no, still, where I'm sitting here, the, 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 the draft is cooling me down, so that's quite nice. So it's okay. And we, we got an hour and 22 minutes left for the show this week, so, and we're going to do double three. So uh, let's uh, give you the floor, my friend. Thank you very much. Yeah, this is my second set of double threes. Uh, this week we have two very different countries to sink our teeth into. Uh, we're looking at a brief history of Eurovision from the next two letters in the alphabet, which for me are Czech Republic and Denmark. Uh, the Czechs only began life in Eurovision in 2007, uh, took a six-year break from 2009 to 2015, uh, so a limited amount of songs to choose from there. But the De- Danes have, uh, first joined way back in 1957, taking a brief hiatus between... 66 and 78 have only missed smattering since then. Uh, but first, we visit the Czech's best ever finish, uh, which came quite recently in 2018 with a chap called Mikolas Joseph in Lisbon. Uh, Mikolas sang a song called Lie to Me. Uh, thankfully for the EBU, it's a clean version, but it did extremely well, <laughs> finishing sixth. Uh, with 281 points after qualifying through the first semi-final in third place. Um, he reached the Eurovision stage via the now usual route of a national final. Uh, six songs, I uh, did it relatively comfortably. It all nearly came crashing down for Mikolas. He suffered quite a serious back injury uh, in, the, in the lead up to the contest. Uh, it really threatened his chances of appearing. Uh, uh, he powered on through. Uh, he replaced a backflip, backflip off the stage uh, at the end with merely a simple jump. Uh, but this was a catchy song by all accounts. It's our first song from the Czech Republic this evening. It's Lie to Me by Mikolas Joseph. 2019. The Czech Republic. She a good girl at home, but her skirt goes up like Marilyn Monroe's. Papa likes the drama, mama harder than lava. She rockin' high heels, spider her face like Madonna. By the way she moved, got me making a puddle. Baby, I already knew you would be nothing but a trouble. Damn it, everybody knows she never loved for real. Honey bunny up all night when I be up for those queens. I know you got the bubble, but on his whoop bamboo. When you were still seeing me, well, he didn't even know. But goddamn, he got the count of three. Now sit down, GGY, I'm on fire. Come and lie to me, lie to me, oh baby, come and 
little closer Lie to me, lie to me, oh baby Lean up on my shoulder, lie to me Get down on my body, love me like it was always meant to be Now you love somebody new, I always knew So come and give it to me Drop, drop it like it's hard And now without a second thought You got me doing what I'm not That ain't heavy Mom, I'm feeling home already But steady plenty of these greedies One eight past the And she got one of my friends She got him dripping on wood I know it hurts so bad But it feels so good it's Sweet talking me Now baby, I don't give a damn You should have thought about me Back when I was in bed I know you got Bob, 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 Bamboo When you were still seeing me And well, he didn't even know But God damn it Come count to three Now sit down GGY, I'm on fire Come and lie to me Lie to me, oh baby Come a little closer Lie to me, lie to me, oh baby Lean up on my shoulder Lie to me, get down on my body Love me like it was always meant to be Now you love somebody new I always knew So come and give it to me You know I like it You look so good Set my camel in the mood When you lie, lie, lie When you lie, lie to me Lie to me, oh baby Come a little closer Lie to me, lie to me, oh baby Lean up on my shoulder Lie to me Get down on my body Love me like it was always meant to be Now you love somebody new It's Mikolas Joseph Not Nicolas Mikolas with an M Lie to me the song from the Czech Republic at the Eurovision Song Contest 2018. Number six. What a good result for the Czech Republic. I think the best ever as far as I remember in the history of the Eurovision Song Contest. And he was setting his camel in the mood. I wonder wonder how you do that. But anyway, over to you, my friend. Yes, I was their best ever finish for Mikolas with an M. Yes, next we visit the uh, enigmatic country of Denmark. Uh, and take a step back in time over 40 years as we do uh, as we go back to Dublin 1981 and the stellar hit that is Crawler L.I. performed by Debbie, Debbie Cameron and Tommy Seaback who is certainly no stranger to the Eurovision stage uh, this finished 11th with 41 points after narrowly fighting its way through a five song national final uh, Seaback for those of you with wonderful, wonderful memories uh, had represented Denmark in 1979 where he finished 6th with Disco Tango uh, and Debbie Cameron was one of his backing singers on that day. Uh, but the Danish-American singer of Bahamian descent got the chance to take centre stage in Dublin. Uh, first song from the wonderful country of Denmark this evening. Uh, it uh, comes from 1981. It's by Tommy Seaback and Debbie Cameron. And it's called Crawler Ella I. Eurovision's greatest hits. Every year you think it can't get any worse. With JP. And every year you're wrong. 1981. Denmark. Taking you through the summer. This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. Okay, Moskay, man, ingen er bedre end min, for han er 
How we do like this piece of music very much indeed from Denmark. Number 11 at the Eurovision Song Contest 1981, Color LRA, which means straight and curly hair. There's an English version, I think also a German version existing, if I'm not mistaken. Tommy Seebach together with Debbie Cameron. Fabulous. Radio International for all the fans of the Eurovision Song Contest. Over to Tom, who's with us doing the Eurovision Spotlight. Thank you. Yes, uh, back to the Czech Republic now and to last year's contest where Benny Christo was lucky enough to be invited back to represent his country after the show that never was in 2020, uh, where he was supposed to sing a song called Kamama, but that of course never happened. So we moved to 2021 and to Omaga, which almost sounds like a sequel, uh, but it wasn't massively successful, failing to qualify from the semi-final stage as it finished 15th in the second semi-final on the 20th of May. There's that date again, JP, the 20th yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with, with 23 points. Uh, his real name is Ben Da Silva Christoval, which is a name that I wish I had. He's in fact Czech and Angolan uh, and has three studio albums to his name, the first of which was in 2010. Uh, so he's been around for a while. Uh, we know him best from last year's European Song Contest, though, representing Czech Republic. This is Benny Christo with Oh My God. 2021. The Czech Republic. Too mad by the things I did, but I don't know what I did. You said you can't feel bounce, you blame apocalypse. That ain't no apocalypse. Long as you hear all my love. Honestly, don't care. I'm happy ahead. I'm trying to make you smile for a while now. I'm like, oh my god, you're so beautiful. Why don't you come? Number 15 in semi-final two, and that's Benny Christo, the Czech Republic entry from 2021 with Omar Ga. Over to my dear colleague and friend in the United Kingdom who shares the same birthday as me. Uh, I'm a we little do. bit earlier than he is, though. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to mention it, but no, yeah. <laughs> just, a, just a little bit. <laughs> but, yes, uh, Back to Denmark we go, yes. Uh, unfortunately, to another non-qualifier, but this is one of my personal favourites from the class of 
2015. It's The Way You Are by a band called Anti Social Media. Uh, the group, who consists of Philip Thornhill, Nikolai Toss, David Wang, and Emil Wissing, finished 13th in the first semi final with 33 points. Uh, they did put in a dreadfully flat live performance, though, which didn't do its chances very well at all. Um, they only have one studio album, a handful of singles, all released in 2015. And just like the Mini Pops t-shirt I bought their faces, they've kind of faded away a little bit. Um, from Denmark, this is The Way You Are by Anti-Social Media. 2015. Denmark. Anti-social media from Denmark in 2015. I was at that national final and also at the after-show party. And it's the way you are, number 13 in semi-final one at the Eurovision Song Contest 2015. Over to you, my friend. Yes, our final helping from the Czech Republic is again from the last few years. It's a successful hit for the band Lake Malawi, who sang Friend of a Friend in Tel Aviv. Uh, all times were looking good for the Czechs' highest ever finish when they qualified in second place with the first semi-final with 242 points. Uh, they fell somewhat on a Saturday night, ended up at 11th, uh, perhaps ended by being placed in the third in the running order, which didn't help them. Um, our last song from the Czech Republic this evening from Tel Aviv 2019, it's Lake Malawi with Friend of a Friend. 2019. The Czech Republic. Can you hear it? There's someone behind the wall making the same sounds. Can you hear it? It sounds like you and me when we're making love. Who is it? You said you wish they were a taking such a long time. 
neighbour when we were 13. She moved back in. There's not much between us now, do you know what I mean? She's only a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend. She's never home because she plays in the band. I don't know if you understand. She's only a friend of a friend of a friend. I had a dream that you walked through the door. Malawi and friend of a friend another great entry from the Czech Republic in 2019 in Israel in Tel Aviv it hit number 11 at the Eurovision Song Contest Grand Final wow coincidentally in the next hour we're gonna have the winner of that contest Duncan Lawrence and his new song but over to Tom for the final uh, song in this uh, Eurovision spotlight slot today Thank you, yes, but last but no means least, we turn to Eurovision royalty and the somewhat shock winners of the 2000 Song Contest, where, of course, the Olsen brothers stormed to the title in Stockholm with 195 points. Uh, Fly on the Wings of Love catapulted brothers Jorgen and Niels Olsen to European fame, uh, but this song was their seventh attempt at getting to Eurovision stage, uh, at least for Jorgen it was. Uh, they include San Francisco um, in the Danish national final in 78, that came second. Uh, two solo efforts came third for Jorgen. Uh, and their last effort, at least as a duo, came in 2005 uh, with a song called Little Yellow Radio. Do you remember that? They came second as well mm. in the national final in Denmark. But they'll live in our hearts forever with this. It's the Olsen Brothers with Fly on the Wings of Love. And may I say before I go, in honour of our wonderful Olivia, long live love. Uh, we have a tribute of uh, for Olivia Newton-John in our next hour. And you're going to hear that song there. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, and, and Tom, that was really nice to come on to do that. Thanks so much. Thank you very much. Good night. Bye. 2000. Denmark. By. There's a lot to try, and I'm feeling lucky. In the softest sand, smiling hand in hand, love is all around me. There's just one more thing I. 
Experience with JP. You're listening to Radio International with JP. JP. Hello, everybody. I'm Sneed from San Marino. You are listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song, Adrenalina. Enjoy. You're listening to Radio International with JP. This is our song. Enjoy it. Yeah. Destiny from Malta, and you are listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song, Jemma Cat. Excuse my French. Radio International, Eurovision Gold with JP. 1970. Italy. Felices nos harán en tus ojos de oñar. Ojos de chiquilla, yo os hablo en el silencio del amor. Y podré deciros tantas cosas que la boca no dirá.
vosotros me daréis Agua de una lágrima de adiós Será el último regalo que vosotros me daréis Taking you through the summer This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. And welcome back to the final and fourth hour this week on Radio International. Starting us off with Italy's entry to the Eurovision Song Contest of 1970. It reached number eight by Gianni Morandi and the uh, Italian version, which we played only recently on the show, called Occhi di Ragazza. The eyes of the f- of the girlfriend. I thought I'd play you the Spanish version. Ojos de Chiquilas. And uh, Johnny has got a new song out. He teamed up with uh, KJ Freak. Johnny Morandi and KJ Freak. The song is called La Ola. We're gonna hear that in just a few moments. Sadly, we do have to do a tribute, another tribute today, and this is the one for. Olivia Newton-John, she passed away just a couple of days ago at the age of 73. And a big thanks to my colleague David who put that tribute tribute together. But also we got the Eurovision cover spot to come. We're going to hear the new song of Duncan Lawrence as well. And if we get time to squeeze in as well, we're going to do one interview that uh, one of our colleagues from RTL did with the Belgium entrant to the Eurovision Song Contest 2022, Jeremy Marquise. That's on the plan. So let's go and play you that new song of Gianni Morandi and KJ, not DJ, it's KJ, Freak. La Ola is on the way. Big thanks, by the way, to Tom Carr to take a look at uh, the double threes as part of the Eurovision Spotlight. He'll be back in the next month. Hi, I'm Monsel Merlov. And I am Petra Mede. We're the hosts of the Eurovision Song Contest 2016 in Stockholm, Sweden. And you are listening to Radio International with JP.
surfando la ola La luce alle fine se nel cuore della notte There you go. That's a new song of Johnny Morandi together with KJ Freak and La Ola. And uh, uh, this is the new song. And it's amazing how, how good Johnny, Johnny Morandi still sounds after so many years. He's, be, he's been, well, we know him from Eurovision 1970, of course, in Italy. He's been, been a huge superstar there. It is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience, as we now go and do a tribute to Olivia Newton-John. Broadcasting across the globe, this is Radio International. Dame Olivia Newton-John, who achieved worldwide fame in the film musical Grease, has died aged 73. Born in England, she moved to Australia as a child and became a worldwide star when she appeared in the hit film musical Grease. In a long career, she sold millions of records and was a prolific fundraiser for cancer research after being diagnosed with the disease three times. Her husband announced her death, saying she'd been a symbol of triumphs and hope. Her co-star in Greece, John Travolta, said she made all our lives so much better. David Salito looks back at her life. In 1978, and Olivia Newton-John was a picture of blonde, bright-eyed innocence in the biggest film of the year, Grease. But she'd had her doubts about playing a teenager. I was 29 and really nervous about playing the age I was, but all of us were older. She'd grown up in Australia, and her singing career started with a talent contest when she was 15. My mother wanted me to go to RADA. That was her dream, that I would go to acting school and take this very seriously. This granddaughter of a Nobel Prize-winning physicist set her heart on a singing career. If not for you, 
There was a hit in 1971, and then Eurovision. Welcome to the Eurovision Song Contest of 1974. We move to number two, and this is ours, United Kingdom. The United Kingdom, we were 12th. The 12th contest we won in Vienna in 1967. Remember Puppet on a String and Sandy Shaw? We shared it with three other countries back in 1969. That was in Madrid with Lula and Boom Bang a Bang. And now it's Olivia Newton John with that little surprise expression on her face. I don't know what that photographer must have said to her at that stage here yesterday afternoon. But uh, it's a song written by Harold Spiro. Uh, in fact, he's a great fan of Spurs. He should be pleased today. They don't want all draw with wolves. Olivia Newton-John's father, born in Wales, her mother was born in Germany, and she was brought up in Australia, so she's uh, really a worldwide singer. Remember her previous hits, If Not For You, Banks of the Ohio, Let Me Be There, a song that got into the United States top ten. Bouncy, happy song, this. Long live love. Nick Ingham, the musical director, so the Harold Spiro, Valerie Avon competition. Long live love, and here she comes, the girl the United Kingdom's hopes rest on, Olivia Newton-John for the United Kingdom.
sold that well. No doubt about that. Good performance there by Olivia Newton-John. So I represented England. That was a big honour for me. After that, America and a switch to country. And after that, an offer, a musical. She'd never acted before, and she couldn't do an American accent, but Sweet Wholesome Sandy was the role that defined her career. You better shape up, cause I need Every day, someone will ask me about the movie, or they love it, or their kids do, or their grandkids do, and so it's really amazing that the world still thinks of me like that. And then came physical. She worried what people would make of its suggestive lyrics. Then in 1992, she was diagnosed with cancer. There is no doubt that she was an icon for lots of young women. And then we learned, shockingly, that she'd been diagnosed with breast cancer when she was just 43. But now, at 62, she's fit and well, happily, and an advocate of a healthy diet, which she's put into a book called Live Wise. I'm 20 years this year cancer-free, so I'm just so lucky and grateful for that. I'm not obsessive about my diet. Now, I think in the first five years after being diagnosed, it's a pretty scary time. I would think I was probably a lot more conscious of it then, and then I kind of got a little more relaxed as time, and then I go through periods. But I don't really worry about it, and I don't talk about remission. For me, it's gone, because remission sounds like it's lurking, you know, behind a door somewhere for me. I think everybody fears so, that it's lurking yeah, somewhere. Yeah, so it's just they? that word, and I think the way you think about things is really important. Uh, your thoughts create your reality, so I think it's gone, and I think healthy. So I think food is very important because it creates who we are. It's the building blocks of our body. But you also have to enjoy life because you don't know what's going to happen. So I wouldn't deny myself something I wanted to have or that glass of wine or that glass of champagne and here and there too because you need to enjoy it. And the way you think about it and feel about it is just as important as your nutrition. At the time you were diagnosed, it was not common for women to be open about it. No, it was can remember people feeling really rather ashamed and shy. They yes. wouldn't talk about the breast, they certainly yes. wouldn't talk about cancer. What made you decide that you would be open about it? It was funny because, you know, for me now, 20 years later, to be sitting here talking about breasts, and I talk about breasts and how important it is for women to do monthly breast self-exams and things all the time. Never would have dreamt it. I was kind of shy. But at the time, I was actually forced into it because the press got a hold of the news that I'd had cancer so they were going to do a whole thing that I was really ill and I was going to die and I hadn't told many people so I didn't want it coming out that way so I had to kind of make a quick decision that I would be open about it because I didn't want false stories coming out and that was really hard because I was really quite private and I wanted to keep it private and it was still a bit the big C 20 years ago even though it doesn't seem like long ago in breast cancer years there's been a big leap forward in being open about it so I guess I was one of the first people to talk about it and then I got quite involved in breast cancer projects and Susan G. Komen and walks and things like that and now I have my own cancer centre that's being built so it's been a big journey Now inevitably I mentioned Sandy and Greece yeah, because yes. you know you were an icon for a whole generation how do you look back on her? Oh, with great fondness. I mean, she's still a big part of me and a big part of my life because every day, somewhere in the world, wherever I am, someone will ask me about the movie or they love it or their kids do or their grandkids do. And 
I just came back from a big tour of Asia and they said, where's John Travolta? Like he was an appendage and we were always together. So it's really amazing that the world still thinks of me like that. And it's all right right now, but in 20 years it's going to be really weird. Kids will be looking at me like, what? They're going to expect you to have your shoulders bound, very, very tight pants, which I suspect you would still fit into, actually. Um, well, I wouldn't want to try them on now, but I still have them. <laughs> and you were born here. You went to Australia when you were six. You came mm. back here in the 60s as a young woman. Yes. Do you feel Australian or British? I feel Australian. No totally. disrespect to the British. I love coming here and um, I'm probably appreciating it even more now when I'm coming back because I'm remembering my family and my history and you know you kind of look back more I was more kind of crazy doing my own thing before but it's a beautiful country and I love the countryside here but Australia is where I grew up I went to school I was educated as much as that was and so Australia is kind of my heart home and that's where I go all the time and that's where I'm building my hospital where the cookbook was created and the money's going for my hospital there so that's my heart home. 26 years later, cancer returned for a third time. Through it all, she campaigned and raised money for cancer care. And she continued to perform. Those songs lived on. Goodbye. And the big thanks to uh, David Mann who, who put this uh, uh, kind of uh, little tribute together for uh, Olivia Newton-John, Rest in Peace. And uh, we heard the Eurovision entry. She had Long Live Love, number four for the United Kingdom at the Eurovision Song Contest 1974 as well. And uh, it was such a, a, a nice song actually in 74, the year that ABBA won the contest. And uh, yeah, she will, she will be greatly missed. And... Uh, uh, but her music lives on, her voice lives on, her movies living on. So we will ha have Olivia Newton-John always with us. And uh, I think, and I'm not going to play another Olivia Newton-John song because we heard all of them in inside this montage uh, of the of the tribute. Uh, but there was one Dutch entrant that uh, sang a song at the Eurovision Song Contest in 1977. It's the Marlemolen from Hedy Lester, and let's go and uh, play that one. Uh, because it's part of life. It's the, 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 the mills of life. That's what it translates to. Uh, let's travel back to... 1977. The Netherlands. In the
Eddie Lester. De Malemolen from het leven. The Dutch entry to Eurovision Song Contest 1977, number 12. And there was one winner in the recent years. We, we know the Netherlands won in 1975, uh, two years before Hedy Lester, with Teaching and Ding a Dong. And then uh, Duncan Lawrence won the Eurovision Song Contest in 2019. That's coming up after we've heard from our colleagues at Forest FM. Every Sunday at 5 p.m., join Kieran Ari Tussier, that's, that's me, to celebrate the world's biggest and greatest singing competition, the Eurovision Song Contest. There'll be plenty of nostalgic, eclectic, and damn right bizarre music, quirky facts, and your requests too. You can find out all the details on our website, escshowcase.com, on 92.3 and 98.9, and online at forestfm.co.uk. The Eurovision Showcase on Forest FM. Let's go. Beat the Eurovision Depression as your favorite Eurovision radio shows are available at one place. Every week, not only Europe's top Eurovision radio show presenters produce a wide variety of great Eurovision radio shows for you to listen to, but even beyond, such as Australia and Canada, just to mention a few. Oh, Should you miss the live broadcast of these favorite Eurovision radio shows, fear not, as the website of Radio International, www.radiointernational.tv, keeps all these shows in the show archive for you to listen to whenever you want. Bookmark it now on your web browser. Or even better, subscribe to the podcast via www.radiointernational.tv and you will never have to miss your favorite Eurovision radio shows. Radio Hi, this is Johnny Logan, and you're listening to JP on Radio International. And you're listening to JP on Radio International. The Netherlands. Hello, this is Duncan Lawrence from the Netherlands. You're listening to Radio International with GP. And this is my song, Arcade. Enjoy! A broken heart is all that's left I'm still fixing all the cracks Lost a couple of pieces when I carried it, carried it, carried it home I'm afraid of all I am My mind feels like a foreign land 
Duncan Lawrence, the winner of the Eurovision Song Contest 2019 for the Netherlands, a song Arcade. Duncan's new song is called Electric Life, as you're going to hear it right now. New. There's no pain in paradise No heartbreak in heaven No Mondays or traffic lights How could it be real? You're up near the satellites You left in a second Yeah, that was the only time The earth stood still Skies when I close my eyes, free falling into another space and time. I miss you and your electric light. Beautiful to the bitter end, you blew away like glitter in the wind. I miss you and your electric light. his new song it's called Electric Live the winner of the Eurovision Song Contest who hold the trophy the only one there was in the history of the contest for two years because of uh, the fact that there was no Eurovision Song Contest 2020 so he he could keep the trophy for two years now that's his new song called Electric Live David Mann is eagerly awaiting to come on again here he comes with this week's edition of the Eurovision Cover Spot Radio International Oh, I love it Europe's number one Yeah You're listening to The Cover Spot on Radio International
welcome again to the Eurovision cover spot here on Radio International. Once again this time our focus is on the song that won the contest this year for Ukraine and I'll let the performers introduce it themselves. Hello, this is Oleg from Kalush Orchestra from Ukraine. You are listening to Radio International with JP. This is our song Stefania. Orchestra with Stefania, Ukraine's winning song at Eurovision 2022 in Turin. The song was written by the members of the band themselves and having finished second at Ukraine's Vidbir national final, it was due to controversy surrounding the winner Alina Pash about her allegedly having travelled to Russia or the Crimea, forcing her to withdraw that opened the way for Kalush Orchestra to travel to Turin and represent their country. 
There, they received five lots of dues points from the expert juries in the voting, but an unassailable 28 sets of dues points scores from the televoters across Europe, and that saw them over the line by a handsome margin, giving Ukraine its third victory since the country made its Eurovision debut in 2003, and adding to their tally of eight top five finishes. Estonian artist Ott Lepland, now 35, with Kula, the song he co-wrote with Alpo Ilves, and that he took to sixth place on the Eurovision final scoreboard at the 2012 contest in the Crystal Hall in Baku, Azerbaijan. Estonia's victory in 2001 was the first by a former Soviet country, and Estonia have since made the top ten four times. It's become a tradition on Estonian television over recent years that whichever song wins Eurovision on the Saturday night, a cover version of it will be performed live in Estonian on that Monday morning's breakfast TV show. And it was Alt Lepland who would have spent Sunday, May the 15th, not in a deep post-Eurovision depression, but rather in a frantic race against time to put together an Estonian version of the winning song and be prepared sufficiently to perform it live on television first thing on the Monday morning. Alongside Estonian rapper, actor and record company owner and producer Henry Corvis, or Genke, who wrote the Estonian lyrics, here's Ot Lepland live on breakfast television with his Estonian language version of Ukraine's 2022 Eurovision winning song, Stefania. Ja elutele liikuttaja, 
hellittää ja muuta teuka kiinnostaa ja sinun kellin tarkkusta ja keitäkin mä karta enää meilu tormit muuret revut sinun ajan yle elän ja kun kaavat kun tuurit sun laulu sanon kannan lennä kun ne dronit vii kuulit ja laulaa täijän rinnan pikka teema läpi nuna suu soo ja käsi juupa mänätän kun hälliskin kun tosit minsa väsi nuna Ja meile neile titeks, nendeks habe mega beebiteks Kallinteks olet noor, ema iga vesti ja sa oled noor Aega raiska pablamisteks Tegelt aru saada, et veedi nagu kiputsa Võtma mingu sipukas pikutaks, hallis maja sikutaks Pisaraku tiiputaks, palun, et sa puhkaks nüüd Sest armastan sind Thank you very much, David Mann, for this great cover spot yet again on Radio International, featuring the winning song of Eurovision 2022, the Kalush Orchestra and Stefania. It's time once again to get into the Eurovision Song Contest of 2022. The Eurovision Song Contest 2022 on Radio International with JP. Belgium was represented by the young Jeremy Marquise and the song Miss You which ended up number 19 in the grand final he qualified as Belgium and uh, colleagues from Bel- from RTL in Luxembourg kindly gave us the interview to broadcast on our show today thank you thanks very much for that let's go and listen hello Jeremy hey how you doing very well how are you yeah I'm good I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad Welcome to the world of Eurovision. Uh, you are representing Belgium this year. How has the Eurovision experience been going so far? Wow, crazy, insane uh, experience. And I think one of the best, I think the best actually experience in my whole life. Yeah. In Belgium, two broadcasters alternate their participation. The French language broadcaster RTBF and the Flemish language broadcaster VRT. And this is the turn of RTBF. But are you from the French-speaking part or from the Flemish-speaking part? Uh, I'm actually born in uh, Antwerp, but I, 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 I was gone and, and I live uh, in Brussels. And so that's why I'm speaking French and Flemish. Um, so yeah. 
Let's get back to your career and to your person. Uh, it's interesting that your parents were the ones to initially discover your talent when you sang a ballad. Yeah, so they discovered my, my, actually my talent um, in, a, in a local competition like at school. And yeah, um, they, they was like shocked because uh, they they never hear me sing yeah sing uh, before and um, yeah and today they are pride because I made a, a long um, travel and yeah very nice uh, you rose to fame in Belgium when you took part in the voice and I think you even won it yeah I won the voice and it was actually also a great um, experience and um, it's it's it helped me actually for Eurovision because it's like a, a little competition uh, but yeah it's like a school you know for me this year both contests or both shows are, are actually a competition uh, do you think Eurovision is tougher although you only have three minutes on stage yeah we have only three minutes but the, this three minutes is like one hour in, in, when I'm I'm uh, at at the stage because uh, actually it's uh, going fast but comment dit long long yeah so it's 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 going fast but longer in at the same time and um, but I I love the experience. And uh, what, I, what I read about you is that uh, you are about to become a professional football player and that not far from Luxembourg. No, and, and yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm playing uh, in uh, Excelsior Virton and uh, that's not far from Luxembourg and actually um, I, I, I go a lot, a lot of time in Luxembourg, uh, Aubanche, Aubanche, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I, seriously, I love, uh, I love Luxembourg, I love Virton, and I maybe I will uh, sign a prof professional contract or maybe in another club. I don't know, but I, I, I have to choose. So what do you prefer, playing football or singing songs? Both, both. Um, what are actually the musical plans after Eurovision? Perhaps an appearance in Luxembourg in any concert? Yeah, I want to like to, to, to make some live, to share love with, with the, the audience and um, yeah, to play football also. And I just want to do what I like to do, my dreams. Yeah. Can we have a few words about the song? What is it about and uh, who's the genius behind it? Okay, so Misu um, is actually um, talks about uh, making difficult choices um, but to move on in your life. And, uh, and uh, people need that because people um, have always bad stories, bad situations, but it's important to move on in your life and uh, I came with this energy and uh, yeah this message actually here in, in Turin we maybe hear a part of it uh, sing I'm gonna miss you now promise I won't miss you 
Now I'm gonna break through. Now I never hate you, never chase you. Hello, my name is Jeremy from Belgium. You're listening to Radio International with GP, and this is my song, Miss You. Sometimes I feel down, sometimes I booze, sometimes I fall, sometimes I do wrong. One day I'm cool, one day I'm cold. And I've been trying to escape my past, give up on the sadness that you left behind. I've been trying to erase my mind, you stay like a nightmare when I close my eyes. I'm Sometimes I feel good Sometimes I lose my mind and my soul That's when I see you And out of the blue I answer your call And I've been trying to escape my past Give up all the sadness that you left behind I've been trying to erase my mind But you're still like a nightmare And I close my eyes And that's it for the show for this week. Thank you very much for your company over the past four hours. Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience, returns at the same time next week. But this week, thank you very much to David Mann for the cover spot, the tributes, the birthday file, as well as to Javier Leal for the calendar and the Eurovision news. Tom Carr for the Eurovision Spotlight to John, Mark and Salman and Dean for the interview session in our second hour today. And to our colleagues from RTL for the interview with Jeremy Marquis from Belgium. Miss You reached number 19 in the Eurovision Song Contest 2022. And from then we move early on to... 2005. Hi, this is Kiara and you're listening to Radio International with JP. Playing out of the show this week with one of my all-time favorite Eurovision songs. Great singer as well, great friend, Chiara. And this is... Angel, it came second to Elena Paparizo in 2005 in Kiev. See you next week. Have a good week. Bye-bye. In a lost world, I